Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good hello. Good, good evening whenever, wherever you are. My name is Willie Lawson. It is good to be behind the mic again. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday. We're doing this Sunday night, actually early Monday morning. You want to make sure, like I said, you want to make sure you have something to chew on a little bit every day. Oh, my God. You know, it was just, my my wife had gone has gone to bed and left the television on, and it was on the local news, and and. I don't listen to the news. I don't watch news. I don't watch news programming because most of the news programming is agenda programming. It is the uh, the propaganda wing of the leftists in America. And I know that sounds all hyperbolic and stuff, but you know what? It just is. And, and, and it makes me crazy. And it's hard to listen to that before you try to go to sleep, right? Like you, you should be. I should be winding down. It's here where I am now. It is twelve thirty-one a.m. I should be winding down. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be hyped up enough to to come on here and talk to you for forty-five minutes without freaking stopping. I, I I should be. I should be getting sleepy. And I'm. And I actually, frankly, I'm getting less sleepy um, as the sun gets closer to rising. Uh, that I'm, I'm frankly, I'm less sleepy now than I was at nine o'clock this evening, and that's not good. But I want to talk to you about the Affordable Care Act. The president um, today uh, mentions that the Affordable Care Act has to go. Now, here's the problem: the, the the president has made the very same mistake he made with the border wall. Waited till year three in his presidency, and maybe because. He never thought, or his his handlers never thought that they would lose the house. So in year three, there is no way on God's creation there's going there is going to be a bill that bubbles up from the house that gets through the house that can get to the Senate that will that will get rid of the Affordable Care Act. This is something. And I, golly, I warned you people about this years ago, and I and I warn you every couple of years, this is never going to happen, and it's not going to happen now, especially for two reasons: because the Democrats want to expand it; they want Medicare for all. Um, they're okay with the big lie uh, of if you like your health care plan, you can keep it. Now, now we knew that that was the biggest lie of 2011. Uh, and we know that that's becoming less and less true. It isn't what this talking head moron butthole on, on, on from, from Channel 13, Fox 13, just said um, when sort of 
explaining it to the president that it's very, very simple. It's about your kids being able to stay on, on your health care plan until they're 26 and, and people getting covered who weren't getting covered before, uh, you know, and, and people being forced to buy health insurance. Okay. Now, he, 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 he just sort of skated over the third piece of this onus horrific piece of legislation like it wasn't anything. This is how I know. This is this is how I know it's propaganda. This is how I know that this is just agenda uh, media, not any sort of news media. The, I mean, he didn't even bring up that there may be a problem with the federal government forcing someone to buy a product to participate in the health care uh, pools or whatever, forcing them to buy a product, any product, really. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it was eggs or eggplants or gasoline. It doesn't matter if it was Netflix or um, cable television or Hulu. It doesn't matter what it is. The federal government has absolutely... Let me just get to the core of why I think that this piece of legislation is the most onerous piece of socialist bullshit ever in the history of our country, well, since the Social Security Administration. Yes, I said the Social Security Administration back at the end, tail end of the New Deal. So we have been, we've been on this, on this quote, slippery slope for a very long time. And now everyone just sort of says, well, you know, this is and again, it always goes back to this. What is the role of the federal government? What is the role of government? And the role of federal government is to protect my personal freedoms. It is not to take care of me when I'm old. It is not to take care of me when I'm sick. It is not to take care of me when I screw up my life. It is not. It simply isn't the role of, of, of the government, and especially the federal government, to take care of me or my family in any of those situations. It just isn't. And I know that sounds sort of like I'm being, I'm, I'm being an asshole, but th that's the truth. And it's a hard truth for some people. And, and, it's and, and it's caused major disruptions in what we were supposed to be able to do in this nation. It's, it's caused major disruptions in people's personal freedoms and personal liberties and, and how we're going to move forward as a nation. How are we going to move forward as a nation if we don't get that we can't take care of everyone? It is not the role of government to do so. It is the role of the church. It is the role of the, uh, of the individual. It is the role of the community. It is not the role of the federal government. It is not. You know, I, I don't know. It's, it seems like I remember back a little bit ago when Republicans, when President Obama was in the White House in 2010, were signing oaths to repeal the Affordable Care Act, and they were just frothing at the mouth like they were going to do it, and they were getting this done, this was going to happen. And, and some of you conservative idiots were just waving the flag and, and participating in this and actually making them sign oaths that they would do it, I mean, they, they, they would do it and, 
and and looking down your your noses at at the, at the um, people running for office who wouldn't sign an oath on, on on such a thing. Well, because it's it was like I was telling you, it was stupid. It was a ridiculous. It was kabuki theater. It was a ridiculous waste of time, energy, and effort. You know, uh, one of the pastors that I follow says this when talking about girls and boys. He says that boys lie. And the reason that boys lie is that girls like to be lied to. That's how they get away with it. Boys lie and girls like to be lied to. They like to be told that I love you and I'm always going to love you and you're beautiful and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Which is why we should have sex. Right now. You should vote for me because I know that you hate the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, and I'm going to vote to repeal it. And so you should vote for me right now. And a lot of you just went ahead and did just that. You got lied to. You want to be lied to. Nobody asked the question. Nobody on Fox News asked the question. Nobody in the Daily Caller in the Daily Caller asked the question. Nobody on Breitbart asked the question. The only person who asked that question was me. How are you going to get the president to sign a repeal of his signature piece of legislation? How are you going to get Barack Obama to sign off on repealing his signature piece of legislation? Something ha that has been nicknamed Obamacare. How is that possible? How are you going to get that to happen? Do you have the votes to override a veto? Do you have the votes to over? Did anybody ask those questions? No. Did Mark Levin ask those questions? No. Did Rush Limbaugh ask those questions? No. Did Laura Ingram ask those questions? No. Did anybody ask those questions but me? No. No. Now, here, I'm going to ask these questions here on Monday morning. I'm going to ask these question, this question right to the president's face. Right now, President Trump, where do you think this bill to repeal the Affordable, Air, uh, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, is going to come from? And how do you think it is going to pass both houses of Congress? How do you think that Nancy Pelosi is going to bring this bill up? How do you think that somehow they are going to be able to end the House with a, you know, the, the Democrats have a majority, even an easy majority, that they're going to be able to not only bring this bill up, they're going to be able to pass a bill that repeals the Affordable Care Act. How is that even possible? How? And that would be the question. Now, it, now, what's interesting is now watch the news today and tomorrow and watch what people ask what questions. Ask what people, you know, look at what people ask what questions and, and then come back and comment here and let me know what you saw. Who asked what questions? You know, I'm somebody who believes, that, and, and you already, 
and I think you already got from me that I think that the Affordable Care Act is one of the worst pieces of, of, of legislation that ever passed in, in America. Well, since Social Security, and you find Republicans fighting for Social Security benefits tooth and nail left and right. And that's one of the biggest socialist pieces of, of, of nonsense that ever hit the airwaves here in, in this country. And, and, so -called, and Republicans, so-called Republicans, so-called conservatives, fight tooth and nail to make sure that we keep those Social Security benefits when, uh, no, right? And it's because if you're 58 like me, the closer and closer you get to getting some of that money every month, uh, the more and more you think, eh, well, maybe I'll just go ahead and take that money. I did pay into it, and you did, and I did. But we've got to be, we got to be honest. We've got to be honest with ourselves. The idea is, guess what? That this Social Security, Social Security, Social, Social List, Security program that's going on now is, was devastating to the idea of that we didn't want socialism, socialism in America was devastating to that idea, and it continued, and now the na a natural outcropping of, of Social Security is Medicare, Medicaid, Medicaid Me Medicare for all, uh, Obamacare. It's a natural out outcropping of that. So the idea now is who is going to ask the question of the president this week? Mr. President, I understand your concerns about the Affordable Care Act. I understand them, and I agree with you. But how are you proposing to get legislation passed to repeal the Affordable Care Act, especially when there are so many people, representatives in the House of Representatives, who are against you? And... The, the, frankly, the gutless Republicans who will simply not, at election time, fight against the narrative of their trying to take health care away from grandma. Forget that President Obama said that grandma doesn't get the surgery, grandma gets to go home and be made comfortable. God, people, people treat some of this stuff like it was a thousand years ago, and it really wasn't. You know, I'm 58, and... There are some things in my life that are failing, and some of my memory is, is, is part of that, but not the recent history stuff. No, I don't remember the address we lived in lived at when I was eight. No, I don't remember the address. I, don't, I used to remember the address of the, house, the first house we, we got when we moved to Florida, and I know it was on 88th Street, and I don't know if it, whether it was 4903 or 490. I don't know. I don't remember. I used to remember. I think 10 years ago I, I remembered. But now I don't remember. But I dang on sure remember what happened just a few years ago in 2008 and, and 2009, 10, 11, and 12. It's only 2019. I still remember it. And I still remember President Obama saying uh, when asked about grandma that, that maybe grandma doesn't get the surgery under the Affordable Care Act or, or some socialized medicine that maybe uh, grandma gets to go home and be made comfortable because now we have to start making end-of-life decisions. Well, and then Sarah Palin mentioned death panels, and the media just laughed, and the and the elites just laughed and and ridiculed her like she was a friggin' moron, and she may have been not the sharpest tool. She may have been, but you know what? 
other countries that have socialized medicines have committees that does, that make rules about what to do when people are at the end of their lives. And in order to make sure that a lot of socialized medicine can go forward and go go on, and people so people who aren't paying into the system, maybe they don't get the same level of care that they would if they had private insurance. Maybe they don't get the same level of care. Maybe instead of spending a hundred thousand dollars on that surgery, maybe they get made comfortable and they're sent home. Maybe that's a an end-of-life decision that has to be made. Because it's happening in other places. It's happening in Canada. It's happening in the UK. It's happening. This isn't some some science fiction movie. This This kind of stuff and these kind of decisions are being made for people. Not by their doctors and families, but by f- nameless, faceless bureaucrats. That's what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. That's what's happening now. Now, and, and, and you can put your head in the sand about it all you want, but that's what's happening now. So, please, I, I get it. I understand that this level of socialized medicine without people having options to be outside of the government system is heinous and horrible. My question still is to the president is this. How do you propose to get this done? How do you propose to get this done? My gut is that even if if the Republicans happen to win back the House in 2012, which I do not think they will, even if they even if they manage to do it, Republicans, especially the Republicans who are, who are in the House now, are are such gutless wonders and care more about being elected and getting reelected. That they will not stand up. They will not repeal the Affordable Care Act. And and this and this continuous nonsensical um, narrative that they, they can't repeal it because they don't have anything to replace it with. Well, I know what you replace it with. The very same thing you had before. Nothing. Do you hear that? You replace it with what with what you had before. Nothing. You can't replace. You can't decide that you're going to replace one onerous, awful piece of legislation with one that may be a little less onerous, a little less awful. That's that's not the kind of decision you that you need to be making. And this is sort of this leftist sort of thing. Well, well, you got to replace it with something. No, no, actually, you don't. Actually, you do not have to replace it with anything. You do not have to replace it with a requirement that forces somebody, an American citizen, to buy a, a, a product that they do not want, they cannot afford, they don't want any part of, they don't believe they need. And you can't force them to purchase it. That's not okay. That's a tax. You remember the whole battle, if it's a tax or not, where Barack Obama said, oh, it's not a tax, it's not a tax. And then when the Supreme Court said it's a tax, he was like, oh, hell, it's a tax, okay. Ah, who would have thought? Didn't think it was a tax. Well, what it is, is, is a government overreach of gargantuan proportions. My question still is to President Trump, how do you plan 
on getting a bill through the House and the Senate so you can sign to repeal the Affordable Care Act. Now, here's the other side of this. Do, do, you, also, do you also know who's, who knows that there, in, there ain't no damn way in the world this is going to happen? All the Democrats, all the Democrats in, in Congress, all the Democrats in, you know, in the Senate and in the House of Representatives, they know, and they know for the very same reason I just told you, this ain't never going to happen. This is something to talk about, to get media excited about. This is something to get the base excited about. This is about the, you know, maintaining the status quo of nonsense and bullshit that is the, you know, what federal, federal politics. That's what this is. They also know. Because Nancy Pelosi knows that there's no way that that kind of bill ever gets to the floor of the House as long as she has as she's holding the gavel. She knows that, and what they and what they also know is that Republicans who are around them, there's no way that they're sticking out their necks for for this president in that manner. They know that, and you know who else knows that? Um, Mitch McConnell knows that in the House, and so does and so does Chucky Schumer. They both know that. Everybody knows that this is a play that can't happen now. And I got to say this. I voted for President Trump, and in 2020, if there is not a better alternative, and it doesn't look like there's going to be, I will vote for him again. But you screwed this up. You misplayed this. You needed, to, and, and it's a lot to do, and you got a lot done the first couple of years, but you needed to hit while the iron was hot. You needed to get in there and do this crap day one. This should have been 100-day stuff. This should have been the 100-day stuff. You should have gone in and got your and got your funding for the wall and got the you got the Affordable Care Act, um, not by executive order but by legislation. Got it repealed then and exposed those members of Congress who signed pledges and did all that crap in 2010 who were still there and said, "Let's go. This is this is when we do it because we got to strike while the iron's hot because things." are going to change and we got to be damn sure ready to change and stop being reactive and start being start being proactive but you didn't do that president trump and that is too bad and the problem with all this is that now quite frankly the american public is screwed there is more of a chance that we'll be seeing uh, medicare for all than the repeal of the Affordable Care Act. There's more of a chance that, that we're going to go forward and slip into this morass, into this abyss of socialized medicine than to come up with any sort of free market solutions that allow privacy, that allow patients to actually interface with a doctor on the patient's terms that actually allow doctors to interface with patients on their terms as opposed to some overarching government sponsored nonsense we're every day we are farther and farther from that and thank you Mr. President for bringing it to everyone's attention but you know what right now Get your wall built. 
because this this discussion this week, this kabuki theater about the repealing of the Affordable Care Act right now is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I do. I, I got to give, and this is an aside. I got to give Mitch McConnell props for for bringing the Green Deal to a vote in the Senate. It's non-binding. I get it, but it's it, it, it sort of shows. Hey, listen. I know you're not ready. Let's vote on this and let's see where people stand. And what we saw was Democrats. Some Democrats crossed the crossed the threshold to the oh uh, hell no. Others, like we knew they would, just sort of backed out and voted present. I'm guessing we should change that rule, but okay. We didn't send you there to vote present. We didn't send you there to raise your hand and say, I'm here, but I abstain. That's not what you went there for. You vote for the bill or you vote against the bill. None of this, I'm present here. I'm here. I I heard you, but I'm not going to take up a stance. What? Something Something else we have to deal with. Something else we must, we must deal with. You know, when... You have people like Senator Obama, who voted um, president over a hundred times in his times in the Senate, really not taking up a viewpoint, not really knowing where he was, and then, to, frankly, until it was too late, until the dude was president, and now you're all screwed. Now you found out. In any case, um, so I like uh, Mitch McConnell that you went ahead and you made sort of that boss move and and sort of, sort of force the issue. You know, you want to have, have a vote? Let's, let's have a vote. Uh, but we're not ready. Yeah, I know, you're not ready. Too bad. If it was a good idea, um, people will, will vote for it and then it'll move forward. But we found out that 57 senators said no. That you're not anywhere near ready to push this next step of the, of the New Deal, this new Green Deal, which is more of a power grab and money grab from the American taxpayer than ever. It's crazy. It's insane. Speaking of AOC, um, my God, the girl is just a gift that keeps giving. Now, I know she's a 29-year-old woman, but I'm, I'm going to say it that way because why? Because it pisses some people off and it's kind of fun for me. Um, the girl is a gift that just keeps giving. Um, she was apparently at this forum on MSNBC and when she um, got this big history flub, as they called it, when talking about when the Democrats were were, were rocking it, when they were uh, proposing things like the New Deal, uh, when she was when they were proposing things like um, uh, the 1964 was it 19 19- 64 Civil Rights Act. Now, what she didn't rem- didn't didn't inject into the 1964 Civil Rights Act is that it would have never passed had Republicans not voted for it. It was the Republicans that led the charge on the on the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Oh, she left that part of it out, um, and um, she even talked about. That after the New Deal, um, that they changed the Constitution 
to keep FDR from running again. Yes, she said that, that there was a constitutional change to keep FDR from running again. Yeah, there's a big hole in what you see. You know, and, and okay, I'm going to, I, I know, I heard you, I heard you. Stop, 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 stop. But I'm watching the video and there's this puke from MSNBC holding the microphone, you know, take, who's, who's taking questions from the audience. And when she says this, he just starts nodding like, oh, sure did. Yep, 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 that's what happened. <sighs> All right, here's the deal. Uh, FDR died in 1945. He passed away, hit polio. Died in 1945. After being elected the fourth, his fourth time, died in 1945. The 22nd Amendment was ratified in, in 1947, some two years late after his death. FDR wasn't going to run again. It wasn't going to win again. He wasn't going to run again because, well, because he was dead. He was dead. He wasn't cryogenically frozen. I mean, his head wasn't sitting next to, and still isn't sitting next to Walt Disney's head in some cryo lab somewhere. He was dead. Yeah, this chick's got a degree, and this chick is, is a... Um, yeah, I, I I know I denigrated. I went all the way from young woman to to girl to chick. Uh, this chick is a representative from the Bronx for the U.S. House of Representatives that gets more media attention, plus and minus, than anybody outside of Donald Trump. It's crazy. But and people are saying that we should listen to her. You know, I saw a meme the other day that said, you know, this this chick was a, um, uh, she was a bartender, you know, six months ago, but now she's an expert on climate science, economics, she, uh, healthcare, and now chick's an expert. She's an expert like every other drunk in a bar. Every drunk in a bar is an expert. Every single one. Everybody on Facebook is an expert. Just ask them. They all have, they're, they're all political geniuses. They're all technological geniuses. Everybody on Facebook is a friggin' expert. And this is the sort of expert that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is. She's not an expert. She's just some loudmouth chick with an opinion. Now I know that seemed a, a really horrifically disrespectful way to put it. But She's just some loudmouth chick with an opinion. Yeah, so she doesn't like Trump. Gotcha. Okay, beyond that, you got nothing. Because now you're that thirteen. Now you're that thirteen-year-old girl who's whining because there are people who have more than others, and you don't think it's fair. And if you listen to any of my podcasts dating back, I don't know, to two thousand eight, I have, I have characterize the left as a 12-year-old girl um, who doesn't think that it's fair that some people have more than others. And this is how they all behaved in the time that I've been talking about and before. People say that I'm obnoxious, but no, I'm confident because I'm not wrong. Some of you will say this to me, and, 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 and some, some have. Well, we just have to agree to disagree. No, no, no. 
there's no way that I'm going to let you leave here tonight thinking that I might think that you are right. Because most of you are not. Most of you can't find your ass with both hands, a flashlight, and a team of search dogs. You hear me? Most of you are wrong. And whether you're whether you're progressive or, or, or conservative, most of you are wrong. Most of you have gotten it wrong and continue to get it wrong and are screwing this country up. You know, one of the one of the best things I've ever heard Herman Cain say was was that stupid people are ruining this country. Truer words have never been spoken until we see you again go out there and learn something love somebody and for goodness sakes y'all take care of yourself we will see you when we see you bye bye now with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.